Uh, welcome to Planet Collingwood here on Revolution Radio Studio A. My name is Monty Dean and I'm tired. I'm halfway through my summer job and quite frankly, I'm over it. It's boring and it's hurting my hands and, and so much more. And I uh, want to do something else. A big thank what you to... Doing, uh, what are you doing with all that cabbage, Monty? What are you doing? Well, I'm giving most of it to the government. What? Taxes? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Uh, well, that's not, it's not exceeding 50%. No, no, it's not Californian taxes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just offended they took any of it. But, yeah, it's because of I've been getting welfare for most of my life. Anyway, uh, just before I introduce Bruce, a uh, big thank you to uh, Tony, Why Not, and crew uh, for the last two hours. If you enjoyed the last two hours, please go to freedomslips.com and click on the Patreon button and give what you can in reason. Uh, we're 100% listener supported, so that's why we're in our second decade. And uh, believe me, with the stuff that's happened in the last 24 hours, uh, it's it's good to be here. Uh, for those who are looking for insightful information, you may get it from uh, from this show. Mostly, we'll be making fun of it and just pointing out that life's um, absurd and, and and giggle. And then at the end of it, when we run out of jokes, we'll start um, dissecting everything. But that's because that's what we do here. I think we're the only comedy show on the network on the radio station, and there's a reason for that. Because <laughs> you know, most people are like, oh, we're all we're all gonna die. Ha <laughs> ha. Too. Two non-Semitic persons walk into a bar. Anyway, uh, I have been joined. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's Bruce McDonald in the corner there. We've got Raz as well as Cortec. Gentlemen. Hey, hey, How are you guys doing? Yeah, hmm? I'm fine. Hmm. Good. Hey, it's great that you, are, you, you know, you uh, wake up. <laughs> and then just go and just roll over and turn on the microphone. How are you, gentlemen? How are you? Oh, hey, man. Artemis actually just launched about five minutes ago. Did you see that? No. Uh, are you, are you, do you want to explain it to the listener? Because the only Artemis I know is a small cat that my friend owns, and I don't think he would be very happy that she's going into orbit. <laughs> hey. It sounds uh, pompous. So it must be a, a while. Well, yeah, never straight. Never straight answer. Two minutes into it, they cut to uh, animations and artist interpretations. So there you go. What a bluff and bluster on the takeoff, though, isn't it? They're going to bring it back home. They'll tell you there were speck of dusts, cockroaches, and all kinds of creatures in it. It's all always. Yeah. The future of humanity on the moon. It's like, well, you know, what have you been doing for the last 40 years or whatever? Hiding space um, um, space vehicles. Teaching that... ads to sort nuts in space. Well, depending which part of the government you're talking to. Well, I mean, the group isn't really part of the government. But yeah, yeah, anyway, we're, we are not alone. Like, uh, and all well, I mean, will we be still here? Like, are, are we sending, you know, 40 people to the moon so they can see a flash of light from the Earth? And it's like, I wonder what that was. I mean, because apparently, uh, well, well, according to the, the mainstream media, there was a faulty missile, missile that was launched from Russia, landed in Poland and killed two people. Wow. Blame okay, on do, you, do you do any any um, research at all to come on to this show, or you just yeah. rock up and like you, you wake up after a week's sleeping and then you go, "Hey, what's going on, man?" Yeah, just you, you know Trump's running, right? You know, you know just Donald Trump's running over. for 
Cortex. Turn on the mic. Cortex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Donald Trump's running for president again, yeah? Is he good? We heard. Yeah. Ah. The MAGA king will take his throne again, Monty. <laughs> yeah, uh, you do know that the midterms were totally. Uh, yeah. What? What? How will he take the? It won't be from voting because voting's kind of pointless now. Well, uh, what are you suggesting? I mean, do you want to dance around this topic? Are you suggesting what I think you're suggesting? Well, what, uh, what's look, that? That's well, tricky. That, that's a fair question. What do we, I think? Well, yeah. oh, we could probably we could probably say it on Rumble. <laughs> But uh, I don't want anyone here to get tagged as a white supremacist, anti-government, anti-authoritarian. Well, three of us are white, so yeah, we are supremacists. Yeah, we're already supremacists. Yeah. <laughs> Raz, is, Raz is okay there in Ritzis, I think. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, well, according yeah. to these people that call us supremacists, Raz is our bitch. And I categorically yeah. like to point out he's not. I'll tell you, I'll tell you guys something. If the New York Times get, uh, gets a hint of this, I'm the white supremacist. Because I have extra whiteness that is not white and part of the diversity that is not white. I'll never be able to get their heads around that. That's like a quadruple whammy. (laughs) Well, that is true because, like, you know, layers and and conspiracies and everything else like that. You know, some people will say that you're our bitch, but however, we are your bitch because of, um, you know, uh, the puppeteering in the back there. Hey, Monty. Yes. Hey, Monty. May I um may I speak for a little bit? This is your first time with a conversation, isn't it? You don't. It's not school. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, but I wanna. This? Yeah. I, I wanna. I, I just. I. I just wanna kind of do a little um, a, a little something for um my friend and your acquaintance, Alan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, I lost a really good friend uh, on November 5th after an eight-year battle with cancer, which he treated only with THC. I think, he, I think he came on one time when I had a show, the Sunday night show. He came on and hacked around for two hours with me one time. Um, but this was just a, an incredible, unique human being. Um, extremely talented comedian he was on canadian television for 10 years on a tv show called the royal canadian air farce from 2004 to 2014. Um, he won numerous stand-up awards and headlined numerous big comedy festivals in canada like montreal is a big comedy festival right monte it's one of the big ones right that's right there's yeah, three. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the three. Yeah. Uh, there's the um, uh, Edinburgh Festival, yeah, uh, which is a fringe festival, which that has more, a more than comedy. Melbourne Comedy Festival, uh, but Montreal is the unique one. Uh, it, it's fascinating. Well, Mo- you'll understand why Montreal is one of them. Melbourne, I have no idea. It's just we're very far away. Edinburgh is like, yeah, cool. I mean, there should be other. There's other festivals around the world. Montreal has the uniqueness of. You have to be invited. Like, you know, the three of us or the four of us can't go, hey, let's put a show, let's do a show and we'll put, we'll, you know, we'll put in the $400 and we'll get into the Montreal. No, 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 no. You have to be invited to actually be in that. It's it's a French thing. It, it started out in French. So go back to you, Bruce. So, yes, it, it is a big yeah. deal. Okay. So, yeah, it's a big deal. So, fantastically talented guy. And he was the first, like, woke comic. He was true next generation Bill Hicks or George Carlin. 
insanely funny political comedy and unbelievably intelligent guy. One of the most on your feet, stand up, intelligent guys I've ever known in my life. Truly was in many ways a luminous human being, an exceptional human being. And um, he was born on November 5th, 1962. So he died at six. He just turned 60. Right. He died on the 10th. So he died five days after his birthday. His birthday is the 5th. It's the 11th month. He died. He died in 22, which is two 11s. And he was really into this stuff, too. Now, here's something that has freaked me out my whole life. OK, I'm just going to have the two Wikipedia pages. OK. Yeah. Shut up, Cortez. <laughs> OK, so I, I have the uh, two Wikipedia pages up. OK, Jim Carrey. Born January 7, 1962, Scarborough, Canada. Same place as Alan. Okay. And I'll just go to the other tab here. Mike Myers. May 25th, 1963, age 59. These guys were all born and raised within 20 blocks of each other. And it's just a fluke that they didn't even go to the same high school. It, like, what are the chances? You know what I mean? Something in the water, or what do you say? I don't think it'd be water because you'll get more than three. But I would say that, and because they're all similar ages, like you know, maybe a year or two apart. Uh, I would find it fascinating they didn't know each other uh, when they were growing up. I mean, in your high school. Well, yeah. it's not only that. Then, then you got to start at the same comedy. They passed each other in the comedy venues, like they all knew each other. Not yeah. so much Myers, because as Monty will attest to this, okay, guys, there are two distinct paths in comedy, okay. For the people we come to know as comedic actors like Will Ferrell and all and and Eddie Murphy and Chris Rock and all of these sorts of people. OK, there is stand up, which is the art form of art forms. Seinfeld would rather do stand up for fifteen hundred or eight hundred people rooms for the rest of his life than get another TV show that makes him billions of dollars. That's how satisfying stand up is. People who do it well. They just get it. It's not an addiction, but it's I don't know how to explain it, but it's and then the other path is sketch. So that's where you go to Second City in Chicago or Toronto. And Jim Belushi went to Second City. Dan Aykroyd went to Second City. OK. Um, and so Mike Myers was sketch and Carrie and uh, Alan were both were both hardcore stand ups. Although Jim Carrey came to dominate as a sketch comedian on, um, what was that show? He was the only white guy. In uh, Living Color. Yeah, oh my God, that was funny. Yeah, he was the token and, uh, white guy, yeah. Uh, and it was brilliant. Yeah, that's Firemanville and everything else like that. And uh, he was discovered yeah. because of his stand-up. Mike Myers, Jim Carrey, and my friend Alan Park, and they all made their livings as comedians. And Alan went as far as you could go in Canada. Like, I mean... A 10-year run for a television show um, in the CBC, you know, making 300 grand a year and then doing voice work on the side. He was the voice of Chevy Trucks in Canada. If you heard any ad for a Chevy truck uh, driving in your car, it was Alan Park. And his death is the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced in this passing. And remember, my father just passed June 28th, too. Alan did something. This is like two miracles related to death. 
First one was my dog, which I told on Randy's show, and I'm not going to repeat it. The second one was Alan, and I'm not going to say it. It's too complicated. If you're not a part of the – if you're not a recipient of the miracle, you can't understand it. But it's, it's shared between me and three people, including the mother of his children, who I haven't spoken to in 10 years. It's really – and it's like his last joke. It's like I'm off to – you know, kind of like Chrissy talking to um, – Tony Soprano in season six, when Tony does the peyote in Vegas and he goes on that gambling run and he realizes Chrissy is with him. Do you guys remember what I'm talking about? Nah, forget it. All right. I've talked too much. That's my, that's my soliloquy to my friend. And um, I do find it odd that three world-class comedians would come from this little area, all born in the same year, go through the same school system, the same weather, the same experiences growing up, the same hockey jerseys, the same rock band. If you want to know what Scarborough was like to grow up in, Mike Myers captures it perfectly in Wayne's World. That's that's Scarborough. So if you can relate to Wayne's World, it was it was an eastern working class suburb of Toronto. So anyways, a great, a good friend of mine passed. So let's let's move on to the gritty details of this ugly, ugly, ugly world. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, he 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 left just before it went to crap. <laughs> so, um, let me think. Uh, where where do we start? Like on the same day that apparently, yeah. When I first heard the the news of um uh, a Russian missile landed in Poland and killed two people, and it's like, oh geez, the CIA's getting its money's worth then. Um, and then yeah, later on, Donald Trump's running for president. I'm like, okay. And you'll notice, uh, like, there's so many, so many ways we can go here. But uh, it'd be interesting to see uh, are people because I don't know too much about it. Are people going to try and start a beef between Trump and DeSantis? They'll try and any any beef they can they can come up with and get the greasy little hands. And I guess guess the way it's the way it's going to go. I mean, that's not really an answer, but I'll take that as a yes. I oh, know. I think it's. I think all the kind of all that stuff's already started, hasn't it? I think they, you know. Yeah. Oh, all right. I I find it very amusing that um, there's a whole class of alternative media now that's really kind of professional. Like some of them are ex CNN people and everything. Like um, that dude who does Redacted with his wife is really good. It's like the, the quality of independent journalism now is just through the roof. And they're all at the same wall, okay? And speaking in public is about, like, what are you going to say? What are you going to talk about? And here's the key. You can't – and this is the genius of Mike Ringley. I'm telling you, man, he figured it out. you got to take money out of the equation. Because the very best of class in the new alternative media, the people with 1.4, 1.8 million YouTube subscribers who do cutting edge news like Tim Pool, like the redacted people and people like that, they're all inching up to what we've been saying on Rev Radio for four or five years. They're going to try and kill us. And what we've been saying for two years, they're trying to kill you. Like everyone, but and it's been really funny to watch them sort of circle this like predatory wolves on an elk that they think is wounded or something for months. And like, this doesn't seem like a coincidence, folks. And I'm like, yeah, we've been saying it for five years at Rev Radio. They're trying to kill you, right? Everything they're doing now is not in in your benefit, you know? And 
I, I notice that all the economics people are cluing into the fact that every economic policy to stop um, Putin has backfired. Russia is richer and more economically secure going into the future, more set up with trading partners and a continuous economy and basic supplies than Western Europe or North America now. And now what the, the point everybody's at is our government is a catastrophe and it's incapable and incompetent. And but they're starting to flip now. And it's like, well, maybe it is an incompetence. Well, can anybody think of a reason that they would want to do this to us? Well, you know, same reason as ever, I guess, money. And if there is no accuser, there's no crime. Right. So if you don't want to get tried for anything or judged for anything, kill everyone who you think might be your accuser. Basically what Herod did in Jerusalem after his uh, his uh, necromancers gave him the bad news about a prophet coming. <laughs> you know, So this is where we're at. And, and this is the only thing to talk about now. And it's not grim. I mean, you can laugh about it. I mean, but you have to be serious and you have to be real. They're literally trying to kill you. Okay. They started with that jab in your arm. And anybody who didn't take a firm position on that, not looking too good right now. Um, because it's exactly what the most cynical and what we thought at the time, perhaps were jaded people two and a half years, three years ago, were telling us what the vaccine is. And the data just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Well, so why am I talking enough. like this tonight? Because when I got a tech right 14 hours a day, I listen to intelligent podcasting all the day, all day. And I just remember what they say. And I come on Monty's show and repeat it and sound intelligent. There it yeah, is. There's well, my yeah. side. Well, at least you're being honest about it. Uh, yes. The Australian the Australian government is not um, uh, forcing a the next booster, or yeah, there's been a, a change of policy on uh, the vaccine. Uh, apparently, Pfizer and Moderna are going to start doing research and tests into uh, heart problems from the vaccine as well. And it's like, oh, really? And there are, and well, when the government said, oh, yeah, you, we're not making the next booster mandatory, and there's people, like, well, that's dangerous. And it's like, you do know, like, have you seen the footage of the companies that make the vaccine saying, yeah, we didn't test this on anybody um, except for humans? And it's like, oh, but that that's the world we live in. Everything's gone. I blame uh, the Lionsgate on the 8th of the 8th. Uh, 8th of August. Now, if you don't believe any of that woo-woo stuff, totally fine, but just mark it as a time... Yeah, it's a it's a, a, a massive red flag in the timeline. You, you know, uh, August 7th, hey, everything's kind of all right. I wonder what's going to happen. August 9th, oh, my God! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, just yeah, everything, and uh, I'm sure all of us on the call, we don't have to give details. It, there for you <laughs> it's a personal thing of everything but yeah just just look see the start of august just look how much the the world has gotten nuttier yeah uh and uh yeah well no so where do we which which direction we want to go because like there's there's a weird stuff in the vaccine um, because they're like, oh, maybe it's maybe it is bad. Uh, oh, um, yeah, remember, uh, uh, on a rare moment on Planet Collingwood, sport. 
um, Novak or whatever his name is, Dokovic, um, that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he yeah, yeah. refused to play and has a bit of a hubbub and he had to be sent home, wasn't he? Okay. He really got <laughs> – I'm going to quote The Last Jedi. Interesting. Everything in that sentence is completely wrong. Uh, he didn't want to get jabbed, and so he wasn't allowed to play, and he was detained for five days, and then he was sent home. Oh, same difference. Yeah, and, and then uh, uh, accumulated a three-year ban from the Australian government. Well, actually, uh, today or yesterday, uh, today that ban has been removed, and oh, so surprise, he, surprise. He, he can turn up now. So that the, the viewpoint of, and it's like, well, is that's that's insulting to all the vaccinated people. I'm like, jeez, oh, <laughs> all right, of course, and, and so on and so and so the opposition's like, oh, what are you doing? Blah blah blah. So yeah, the 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 tables are turning and uh, everything else like that. So because <laughs> I have to listen to mainstream radio, some songs are okay, but. Oh, geez. I mean, commercial radio, the format, it's like, oh, it's been three hours. Let's play the same set of songs again, oh, everyone. Uh, yeah. Anywho. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, no, I'm going to share my pain. Uh, in the yeah. 90s, yeah, remember there was a song called Blue by I, uh, Awful or Eiffel 69, whatever they're called. Give us a little, no give, I'll, I'll a little bit of that. Uh, you, you no, sure? Monty, we do yeah, not a remember bit. a song called Blue in the 90s. That's okay. Right. Just, uh, just the chorus. But please. Continue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you sure? Because <laughs> it's not going to leave your brain for about fifteen years. It's, I'm blue. Da 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 da. Yeah, the frog one. Well, someone's covered it, but instead of it's I'm good and I'm feeling all right. So they've changed the words and it's like, I, you know, I love the 90s. And it's like, oh, dear God, it's a cover song. But it's they've so made funny. it happy. And it's like, I have to read. I, I blocked it out. It took me decades to block that song out because it's just an ear. Is it earworm? That's the term it is. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and so now there's a new one. And it's like, oh, I'm going to just where's the tower? Where's the gun? Where's the tower? Where's the gun? <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry. Sometimes, sometimes, Monty, when I'm bored, I like to prey on uh, liberal, older liberal white women on Facebook, like my friend Diana here who just posted, something's wrong. I don't see any reaction to the announcement tonight. There's something very wrong, and the last wrong has a capital W. And I type in, Jesus can't come back unless the MAGA king takes his throne again. And she doesn't know if I'm serious or not, right? <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. The, the you know, uh, the, that's what I find interesting. Like, well, from my perspective, and it'd be interesting to hear everyone's uh, point of view as well. Re, you know, for a long time, there's been division and duality, and you know, us and them, and everything else like that. Uh, maybe it's just the energy of where I'm at, where it's like I still can see it's all as one because you've got, you know, um, red and blue. You know, Democrats and Republicans, and you've got the sane ones that are near the centre. But as you you stretch out to the edge, the far fringes, and um, they're all extremists. The only difference is the colour. It you know, I, I know it's a red hat. No, it's a blue hat. Well, but I want to wear a green hat. Oh well, you know what I mean. It's like it's just like the, there's a great divide. Not really, because if you step out of that false paradigm, you realise that it's all crap. Yeah, maybe we should yeah, start yeah. making two opposing systems have more or less. I don't know. Try there you different. go. All yeah. right, governor. <laughs> oh, no. 
Yeah, yeah, he's doing accents. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for participating, Kartek. Oh yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, no right. Yeah, oh no, yeah, oh yeah. See, so <laughs> Australians, Australians like to uh, speak through the nose. It's so the the flies don't get it in their mouth. True. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what's it like living in a first world uh, right now, Melbourne boys? What's it like? Oh, I'm sorry, Cortec doesn't live in Melbourne, eh? No, he's in Sydney, so it's a second world, so I can't help here, there. Um, <laughs> that's uh, like other side of the world, right? Like Sydney's far away from Melbourne. Eh? Uh, one th- one thousand kilometers. Well, that's a hike. That's about a ten-hour drive if there's no you, traffic lights. Yeah, you wouldn't want to walk it. Yeah, well, no. Well, if you did, it'll take you a while. Uh, it's yeah, it's about you know, I think you average twelve hours to get. Uh, by car or it's like an hour in a plane <laughs> or something like that um and uh the the two biggest cities in australia uh sydney was the first one uh but melbourne took prominence because of the gold rush in 1850s the first federal government was down here and it, that, that there's always been a rivalry between melbourne and, and sydney um that's how canberra was created because it's halfway uh, I mean, I'm sure someone, <laughs> a lot of beer flowed that night. I know. Oh, what can we do about it? I know. We'll just know we split in the, the middle. Difference. Yeah, split the difference. <laughs> stay in the middle. Create a town that no one goes to. <laughs> um, and, and it's well, apart from we have an election. Nearly said erection. Yeah. Uh, having an election. Yeah, ha- having an election coming up in ten days uh, here in Victoria, and it's like you know, do we um, vote in the tyrant or uh, vote in um, a complete hack that hasn't done anything? Because uh, there's no opposition. Once again, I, I think uh, the Liberals, oh, stupid Australians, uh, which is the Conservative Party. Figure that one out. Uh, uh, they're hoping that um, their guy will win. Uh, irony, I say guy, because his last name is Guy. His name's Matthew Guy. So which guy? Oh, we, yeah. Who, which guy are we going to head the party? Yeah, all right. Matt, come what? here. What's your name, Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm guessing they're hoping for, uh, you know, who will win the election, not Dan Andrews. You know how, like, the... Um, Albanese won because he wasn't Scott Morrison yeah. or um, not Donald Trump, even though we know that there was um, finagles. It could be an orange with Sharpie's face drawn on the side of it against Dan Andrews. Well, apparently uh, in the, the midterms in the United States, a dead guy won because um, Democrats are going to Democrat, apparently. And so they, they, they elected a dead guy. Uh, Florida keeps pointing out, like, you know, remember, uh, now we're all old enough. Remember where elections were over in less than 24 hours? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Florida, which has three times as many people as Arizona, I think they're all on cocaine because they, they counted all that stuff, but Arizona took three or four days. It's a bit weird to take your time about it now. You know, I, I think about that, uh, the, what the, did we, uh, the Lee Harvey Oswald footage that was sent to Japan for six months and came back six months later and went, went oh, here's the footage. And everything's OK. It was like, what happened to that six months? It's all a bit. You're going to grassy knoll this election, Monty? You got a theory? 
<laughs> well, when I read on uh, Twitter, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's not like um, they're, they're counting slow so they know how many votes that they need to find under the table four days after the election. Cortec, your part in this roundtable, if the authorities take offense, is wait in the book depository. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I think but, uh, we, yeah, I think we should just yeah. assume there's shady business going on because I'm not sure if there ever hasn't been. But, uh, well, okay. Well, Pennsylvania. Uh, I think you know, that's rocky territory. From my, if my memory serves me correctly, uh, they 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 voted in. Uh, is it John Fetterman? Whatever his name, the one, the stroke victim. Now, I have nothing against stroke victims, but I don't think he really should be in charge if he can't speak correctly. No. You know, no, you would you think know, that would be a major requirement. You know, when you're on medication and the bottle says "Do not use heavy machinery." Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a reason for it. They learn out the hard way. Some people, it's you know, uh, some warning signs. You wonder how they get. You know, uh, Billy Connolly did a great one where um, he was at a hotel and he's using a hairdryer and he saw a tag and he thought, oh, I wonder if that's you know, please take to uh, the front desk when finished use. And he read it and actually said, do not use in shower. Yeah, well, that's only there because someone has. Yeah, that's what I mean. That welcome to humanity. I mean, the Titanic's a perfect example of, uh, you know, everything's fine. Oh, we've just sunk a whole boat. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe we need opera uh, radio operators for twenty four hours, and maybe have enough boats for everybody on board. And uh, it, it's very human. We're fine. I know. Oh, I'm on fire. I know. Can not lock the downstairs galleys. I know how the world ends. It's already been revealed to me. The, the millennials go extinct because they never learn you can't put metal in a microwave. Well, you learn that pretty quick if you give it a shot. <laughs> I thought it was because, you know, they, they choose one of the 136 different genders and don't propagate or, or procreate. Yeah. And, and, and that too. And that too. But the metal in the microwave, because they can't feed themselves, Monty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They can't own a house either. Oh, it was, it was, uh, my, one of my favorite bands uh, did a secret gig on the weekend. Uh, this is Serious Mum, or Tism for short. Oh, why uh, did you go? No. Oh, oh I, I would tell a story, Cortec, but you keep interrupting. So, I'll just, <laughs> just, you know. I'll so you didn't go then? Why not? No, no. Oh, well, I, well, A, it was $60, oh, right. and I'm tired because it was a secret oh. gig. It was for something else. But uh, they, they're... Uh, their name was Open Open Mic Tryouts. That was their uh, secret name for the the, the show. Uh, and uh, I've seen the footage. I mean, in this day and age, everyone's got a camera. I, like, I didn't really need to spend sixty bucks. I just yeah. watch all the downloads and the camera, like beaming smile and you know, fifty year olds trying to mosh. <laughs> yeah, it's quite funny. Uh, but they uh, they're doing they're um, programming Rage this weekend. And they okay. just pointed out, um, yeah, it's it basically the similar joke to of, um, because uh, they're all in the, they started in 1982. Um, they met in university, you know, slash college, so they're all in their 60s, like the main group. And it's basically uh, they made the joke of like all the people that we grew up with, you know, blah 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 blah, you know, people that own property. <laughs> Anyone below <laughs> thirty-year-olds? Ah, uh, yeah, very lucky you own property. Ouch. Yeah. So well, what do we? Yeah. 
what do we uh what, what do we uh what do we think about um Donald John Trump taking a run for the presidency in 2024. My first question, and I realize there are no Americans on the show, but I suspect Raz might know. Has this ever happened in U.S. politics where somebody was present for president for four years, didn't win a reelection and then ran again in this in the subsequent election? Has this ever happened? I don't think it's happened in I'd Canadian politics. I'd take a stab politics. and say no. I'd... Maybe, Maybe not, not in the 20th that. century. Um, well, uh, someone had three. Um, uh, what, what are the terms? Uh, and actually, like a, a term limit. And I think, yeah, because wasn't Roosevelt? It's like he he did he didn't do 12 years at a go. I think he did one and then two and then they changed it. It's like yeah, easy tiger. Plus he died. Uh, but, I mean, <laughs> there's a Simpson joke of, like, you know, uh, George Bush Sr. tried to get into a, um, a um, convention or something like that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Uh, no one-term presidents. Because uh, he didn't, um, like, four years later, he didn't try to run, did he? So it, it could be an, um, a unique thing because uh, i don't know about many what happened in the 1800s but we go back in the 1800s in victorian days over there somewhere in europe something similar may have happened but you know who cares well i think bruce does that's why he asked the question well tough yeah <laughs> I, I, historically there should be at least two to four of them uh in recent memory none of them uh, the only candidate who's uh, showed her face a little bit too much was Hillary Clinton, but she wasn't a president who uh, who lost and then ran again. You know, what, what, we're talking all the way back to the days of Cleveland, for instance, in the 1800, who was a president for four years and then and lost office and then ran again. Uh, I don't know the other names. But yeah, there's been cases. Yeah, yeah. So that would be a max of, I don't know, four cases out of 45. Max. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I like, I, so I was answering the question in my head as Bruce was asking it. What do we think of Donald Trump? Like, eh, let him, let him have a go. If he gets in, uh, he can't run again, obviously, because he's uh, used his two tickets <laughs> like, uh, to go on the presidential ride. He's already used one. Oh, he wants to go again. Get him out of the way. Uh, it will push the left into utter meltdown, which would be hilarious and just the stupidity of all. Uh, and then, uh, I'm, I'm late. see, also, yeah, the way that, I mean, the way that Biden got in, uh, will the American public wake up to uh, just how they're being fooled? Because, I mean, Razor Fist uh, did a great video of, like, the only thing that we had left was voting. And after this election, that's been taken away from us. And the, the midterms are still like in, in key states, it's happened again where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, there's just, yeah, it's no point really. You know, liberty and truth and freedom's like, yeah, but you're a lying scumbag uh, committing voter fraud. But so, yeah, all right. Yeah. Nice that he's come around the fact that they broke the uh, idea of democracy, but that was the election before. Well, the the idea democracy didn't really exist more more of an illusion or agreed illusion. upon lie. Yeah. yeah, but uh now for Donald Trump, if he plans on running again, there's so many things he will have to 
pay attention to. And then he's the kind of guy who knows they exist. He's uh, dealt with them before. And this isn't about people voting anymore. This is about mercenary systems and, and, and profiling technologies. Anyone here ever watched uh, the TV show Devils? British no. TV show? If you haven't, go watch it. And uh, it's, 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 it's a perfect TV show to explain this part. But it's essentially Cambridge Analytica and, and a lot of uh, mercenary systems like that. Yeah. I, call, uh, yeah. I, I say mercenary systems because they're up for hire. Anyone can buy them. So in, in, in the last uh, election, not, not the last one, uh, 2016 one, uh, a portion of the votes that went to Trump were fake as well. It wasn't only on, on, on Hillary's, uh, no, wait. It wasn't only this on is... uh, 2016, he had fake votes. And in 2020, he had fake votes, uh, f- so, fake votes as well. So yeah, it wasn't entirely legit. Uh, Trump didn't won uh, completely uh, in a legal manner. He had his fake votes as well. So if, if, if you want to factor all of that in, plus the algorithm, plus the Twitter, plus the Facebook, plus all the guys in the background that's actively working to undermine him. It's quite a Sisyphean task, if you, if you ask me. So right. give them something to do. I... Sure. Well, you know, that whole period where they were so focused on, you know, bad mouthing yellow man, you know, it was fairly peaceful around the world. Orange man. <laughs> so, so. That dude, uh, that dude, Damn you that dude. Man. That dude is coming back, man. 100% that dude is coming back. The forces that like Trump um, need him, and they're going to make sure he gets back in 2024, and they're going to do everything to get that done. I mean, they're going to just pull out the big guns, right? I wonder what it's like now, right? Because a lot of the operatives are gone. Epstein was gone. So it's very interesting that Epstein was taken out because, I mean, Epstein could compromise both sides. Right. So that's a very it, it's, it's almost like that was like a detente in this in this Cold War between these two forces in Washington. Right. It's like, yeah, OK, let's just stop fighting for a second and get rid of the Epstein guy because he could tip the canoe for everybody. And um, and now they're ready to just like, I think, really throw down. But I think Trump's I think Trump's going to get in. And I think that in the next election is is going to be one in which in 2024 the atmosphere in which people are going to be voting will be much more grim than this midterm was in 2022 like the situation is just going to get progressively worse there's not much that the republicans can do in the other uh, positions of uh, government with the power of the uh, executive office and its ability to um, write legislation as a temporary order or a presidential order, which stands until another president cancels it, right? So this has been going on a long time, and I've been reminding people lately, because I was reminded just in my reflections up here, that one of the reasons I don't get all hog wild about the election being being stolen is I despise hypocrisy. <laughs> and, I mean, they did the same thing to Gore, man, in, t- in 2001. I mean, that dude was straight up robbed. OK, I don't think there's been an honest election and I don't know how long, man. You know, so I, I, 
Yeah. So my point is, like, if you're going to and I think one of the things they do to exhaust people, because one of the things you want to do in a fight is you want to exhaust your enemy. Like if you can't take your enemy out right away, you want to exhaust them. And that's why it's um, when you see boxers in a clinch, one of them will try to get their chin on the others and then they'll just lean their whole body on the other guy. Yeah, yeah just for and rest. Might, well, no, and just to put more weight on them because the amount of endurance to go 10 or 12 rounds is mind-boggling. It's way beyond a 24-mile marathon or anything like that. Boxing is the straight-up hardest sport in the world. Those those are the most conditioned athletes in the world. Soccer players might be the same level as well. but um, So you just lean your weight on them, right? So this is the nitty-gritty of the game now. It's, it's like all everything is coming into play. And I'm telling you, man, Based on my, and I don't have a horse in this race anymore. I'm just Bruce of the Talamancas now. I don't even consider myself North American. Every cell in my body is Central American now. I've been here longer than seven years. <laughs> so, um, but if I were a betting man, I would say that Habad will get Trump in in 2024. And, and then we're going to really start to move towards um um, the Wailing Wall and um, the temple and uh, the restructuring of that area. And when it happens, and it may sound fanciful right now, but when the idea starts to come back into public consciousness, it will come at a time where people will be so afraid and so broken and it'll be like a lottery ticket. Okay, well, yeah, let's try religion again. Everything else has failed. Science is full of shit. The money bought them. Academia is full of shit. The money bought them. Our politicians are full of shit. Let's try religion again. And and there will be this wave of good feeling that will attend this movement. So I'm with Trump. I'm with Habad. I'm with the temple. <laughs> okay. Well, interesting. I just had a thought, too, because, like, the tw- election 2024 is November. And so uh, 25, it, January, would be January 25, that yeah. um, uh, Trump will take office if he's the winner. Uh, yeah, 2025. Interesting. <laughs> we've got another two years of, oh, no. Uh, but I, I mean, I've thought about this as well and then realized, yeah, but I'm just a middle-aged, um, comedian, uh, retired comedian. So this is my piece, but you don't think I'm an expert or anything, but I figured out, uh, it, to really mess up the Democrats, DeSantis should say, I'm not running this term. You can get Trump out of the way. And then in 2028, he should run because if DeSantis runs now, it's just going to be a distraction and a waste of energy and all that stuff. So that that going back to the original question, you know, 40 minutes ago, that's where I was coming from because the 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 Democratic side of the aisle are trying to you know pit them off so everyone's distracted, like you know, watch the two enemies have a go. And if DeSantis goes, no, I'm I'm not running. I'm I'm very happy. Um, he actually saw footage of him actually say that um, in it was the first time in Florida's history that the Republicans made so many gains. And, like, if he's on a good thing to it, and also by waiting four years, he's a young man compared, comparatively. You, I, I would, if I was him, I would stay in Florida for four years uh, and then maybe run next cycle. So if because Trump win or lose it's his last go i don't see him because he's getting old uh, i don't see him trying you know uh, he wouldn't go for 28 or 32 if you see what i mean 
Yeah. Yeah, no, but I, I think that Trump is really um, the last phase of American nationalism and after him. And the only reason nationalism will be tolerated for a little while longer, because let's face it, the global force that is predominant right now is globalism. It's not nationalism. I mean, people openly speak in anti-nationalist ways now, but that's only because they're young and hopeful and haven't had enough life experience and haven't really contemplated what globalization might look like. Um, and they don't listen to us, Monty. They don't yeah. listen to us. Oh, I know that. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So it's Trump. Trump's coming in in 2024. Trump in the temple. Get ready for it, folks. Interesting, you know, I just had a, a connection as well. Right now in Bali, uh, in Indonesia, is the G20 conference. Strangely enough, Vladimir Putin's not turning up. Uh, but they've got, obviously, they were going to talk about climate change. It's like, yeah, that's scam. Because, you know, he crunched the numbers and it's like, okay, even if this was true, why haven't you mentioned China at all? And uh, apparently our prime minister talked to President Xi because they uh, they have their last family name first, don't they? And um, <laughs> so yeah, the G the G20 is going off like a frog on a sock, and then this missile thing in Poland. It's like um, I'm I'm well. Apart from an insane dictator, which I don't get that vibe from Vladimir Putin, uh, unless he's he's like Daenerys from um, Game of Thrones, where uh, you know <laughs> you're watching the same character for seven and a half seasons, and then the the second the second last it's, episode it's... they change the character just changes apparently because the the creators are morons. Uh, but I don't like. Putin doesn't he doesn't come across as like he, he why would he go into Poland he you think about it like logically unless he's an insane dictator why would he try and pick a fight with he's not Saddam Hussein with that ego and just you know like, I thought I could go into Kuwait and blah 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 it's it, it's it's the same gameplay really it's like oh he he's bad he's just like a hitler and I'm like what well, he's protecting his own people in thing oh now he's going for the Poland why would he want to do that? Why would he skip the rest of Ukraine and go into Poland? And like, if you've played the game Risk, it doesn't make sense unless he's insane. Yes. Well, Montgomery, nobody's insane here. People may be absent. I think a lot of these people are just absent, right? Um, you got to understand that we're under complete like control now, okay? I mean, these people are all, at the very least... You know, um, just part of that general MK uh, ultra culture, you know, the um, um, whole thing here. These are all like bad people. I mean, we're, we're all like Hollywood and Harvey Weinstein is our agent. This is the political reality of the world right now. Let's face this. OK, let's let's not turn away and look away anymore. I mean, it's it's beyond the beyond, man. And um, like I say, I mean, there's just so many convergence points now, right? Like, uh, dude, I swear to God, it's easier to get a euthanasia in Canada now than it is a 7-Eleven burrito heated up, you know. Um, and, and Scotland's going that way as well, where they've got death pods or something like that. Eh. 
at, at what point, like, really, it's like, oh, when did we walk into a Futurama episode? It's sort and of like it, Green Thursday. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like, uh, are, are people so tired yeah. or complacent? I like the uh, the concept of being absent because uh, even Doctor Who pointed out it, that humanity has the capacity of forgetting things is just phenomenal. Monty, if if Seinfeld were still on the air, they would do an episode now about convincing a friend jokingly to get euthanasia. He goes and kills himself, and then they, at the end of the show, they get together for coffee and pie at the diner and briefly feel guilty. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't think you'd do that. I know. <laughs> yeah, just end it. Yeah. Just, <laughs> well, yeah. Imagine being the, the ad agency that, that gets the, the work for the public announcement, right? Feeling a little down? Yeah. Just end it. It's painless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see Larry David uh, doing it. Like, yeah, I, I don't want to die, but I think you should. Could, uh, yeah, you, you, just, you know, it's like that. It's like that snake in the Jungle Book. You know, stare into my eyes, man cub. <laughs> Feeling depressed? Have you tried suicide? Uh, We're yeah. in hell, man. That the, the infernal plane has broken loose in the physical world. We are living in hell right now, and it's only going to get more hellish until it just stops. Maybe. Trump, Habad, yeah. Temple. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that Temple thing. But I don't know. I don't think, like, let's try religions. Like, really? <laughs> I don't think. Um, oh, Jedi? I'll go Jedi. Better merchandising. Uh, unless there's... Unless there's a, you know, a televised miracle of some sort, which could be Project Bluebeam, but uh, I don't see Movie how. Movie night. Movie night. Yeah. Yeah, that's not really a miracle. That's just. It'd be a you... biggest drive in movie night if we had a kind of uh, something displayed using Bluebeam technology on the stratosphere. Yeah. What we could do is work out the sound. That's always been the tricky bit. Well, I mean, also, I mean, the idea of Project Bluebeam's already out there. So if there's anything like that, like there's footage of these floating cities uh, in the yeah. the atmosphere. Now, are they real? Are they? Is it the hologram? We what don't do you tell know. us, Monty? That's Bluebeam. <laughs> you tell us, Monty. Uh, well, I said we are don't Are they know. real, Monty? Well, who are we, Monty? Are you changing your pronouns? Well, I, I, well actually, I can, uh, as pedantic man, Cortec, I can, did you, I, I can actually answer that I can, Thank you very Cortec, much. Cortex, did you hear what they said? Did yeah. you hear what they, they them said, Cortex? Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> no, no, my no. pronouns are God deity. Thank you yes, very much. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, the answer is yes, they're real, be it hologram or an actual city flowing, because the hologram is technically real. Very, oh, yeah, well, see, well, playing yeah. that's a massive pedantic card right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you finish the sentence and everyone just inside just deflated like a balloon. <laughs> well, is it real? <laughs> Holograms are real. No, it's a hologram. Yes, but it's real. Can you see it? <laughs> it was so, uh, you it's know, it was over in China because there was so much pollution, it was easy to able, able to be done. And so, yeah, easy. well, I'll hey, an, an, answer this. Cortec, I'll, I'll answer your question. Show me a fake hologram. Hey, there you go. Hey, you could have a government science department with that kind of unanswerable question. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, like, so, I don't know, I, I want to give cocaine to frogs. I was like, oh, that's a brilliant idea. Oh, yeah, I wish I thought of that. <laughs> I, so could yeah, so I could get funding for that. I could get funding, Oh, actually, um, during what one of the breaks uh, at work, we we have um, the government television um, station. It's funded by the government, but um, that's about it. Uh, apparently, a, a young scientist, a young scientist in Tasmania, 
And I'm still like going, oh, you thought of a Rubrian idea, get funding. Uh, but she's trying to keep deer away from certain parts of areas like forest and farming and everything, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And instead wow. of, well, see, well, instead of an electric fence or, you know, all that fun stuff. Uh, it's going to be no, a wall of some kind, though, isn't it? No, well, it's Rabbit a wall of fence. A, a wall of sound. <laughs> It, they're actually uh, yeah, the the deer would get close enough to trigger these things, and then it would just turn on the radio. And, and it's their human, ears start bleeding. Yeah, and it's human voices, and because the deer don't hang out with humans, they freak out and run away. Oi, piss off! Yeah, well, no, it's like um, one was Judith Lucy's. Like I, I got, I felt sick for days. I started vomiting and I was sick for days. Uh, and it's just, it's just um, the ABC radio or whatever type of voice. Uh, it could be audio books, <laughs> but the, the thing on AM radio. Yeah, but it makes sense because like, um, like everybody, you, you could try that um where you are, Bruce, because you know you you've there's yeah. wildlife that haven't heard humanity humans at all talking and so when they hear voices like did you see did you see something no and you know the animal's 400 kilometers away because it ran and it's like yeah it, it may not um be um a final answer but yeah it's i'm just thinking well you've got funding well it's not destructive as well is it i like the idea of it yeah yeah but it works or not you know yeah, you know, get some millennials yeah. tied to a tree, and like, you know, um, when <laughs> it, when it, when it, when a couple of deer and it gets near them, um, the, the mask lowers. <laughs> I'm really bad at bushcraft and basically everything else. I'm stuck to a tree. Oh, yeah, Chantel, you're here too. I am Stardust. Help me. <sighs> so yeah. Have you guys seen uh -huh. any uh, any of the new trend happening around the world? Uh, any new trends you seen in the last week? Well, apart from Donald Trump running for president again, uh, there was a uh, missile fired from Russia. Uh, short answer, no. Have you seen anyone stapling bread to trees? No. No. What a lovely image. It's a thing. It's happening. That poor tree. It's a waste oh, of no. food, and it's hurting a tree. These people so are sick. It, in the kind of in the vein of uh, that South Park episode, someone just wanted to start a meme that made no sense, and it's flourishing wildly. Uh, well, I do, I do realise that um, in the last week, according to the mainstream, uh, we have reached over eight million people. Uh, and so I'm not surprised it is flourishing because there's enough of us to, for, you know, yodel, you know, there's a, there's a small group, a community for yodeling. Yeah. You know, it, let's get into some whimsical shit right now. Yodeling. Yeah, you know, Tibetan throat singing, you know, name anything. <laughs> there's a small group that enjoy it, including, you know, lizard, lizard wizard, raping, baby raping lizard wizards. Now there's only four. They, they try and run the world. But they're a small group. Oh, and um, we'll talk about this in the next hour. Did we see Dave Chappelle's um, opening monologue for Saturday Night Live? I heard a lot of the writers uh, quit for that episode because they were a little bit snowflakey, but I, I, it probably was amazing, was it? Eh, well, he, Not he, talk, so. he, he talked about our Hebrew friends. Let's just put it that way. Oh! Oh, yes. What? And Adidas hasn't cancelled his, his, uh, his uh, Monty. sponsorship? Is he one of us, Monty? Trump, Habad, Temple? 
No, he uh, he did explain with the popularity of Trump, but um, he's not a Trump fan. Uh, but no, we'll get into it. We'll you know get these. They actually let him say the N word because I hate censorship, but I'm not going to you know rearrange the letters for ginger. He said ginger twice, uh, which I found interesting. It's like, well, this is uh, this is free to air national television, and he he can actually say ginger, not the real word. We'll be right back. Um, a bit of tantalisation here. This is Planet Collingwood. My name's Monty Dean. Exactly. This is Studio AD. Yeah. Pronounced Ginger, Monty. Oh, Ginger. Right, well, you, you are Scottish, so I understand. I'm part Scottish as well. We'll be right back, and we'll figure out what's going on. Welcome to the second half of Planet Collingwood. My name's Monty Dean. This is Revolution Radio Studio A. Uh, let's see. Let's just get some housekeeping out. We are 100% listener supported, so if you enjoy the last hour, go to freedomslips.com and click on the Patreon button and give what you can. Yeah, shackle here, denari there. Give us all your money now, MFers. All that, yeah, um, yeah, um, Federal Reserve debt notes, whatever you can share. Um, yeah, the the uh, the utilities seem to uh, take everything on board, so yeah, that that works for us. So yeah, just keep the lights on here at the station, and uh, yeah, we'll continue on to our twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth year. Uh, coming this January. I've been here for, uh, well, over eight years. Uh, I started doing uh, roundtables in uh, 2015, so that's um, nearly eight years. But I've been around, I think I was talking to uh, Sean David Morton in 2012. Time flies when you have no memory. Anyway, yeah, yes, 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 uh, been here. I have been here a long time and I can't remember a bloody thing. Monty, I want to ask you a question, man. May I? Is that the question? Because I, I would say yes. Monty, I'd like to ask you two questions. <laughs> Is that the second? All right. Who's on first? Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. I forget now. You, you, you just jumbled it all up, Monty. No, what I was going to say is, why are comics so woke? Like, why are you in 2012 interested in a guy like Sean David Morton? Things weren't super evident in 2012. Uh, well, uh, every, every comic I know who is like awake? I would consider not worried. No, they're they're, 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 they're per, wrong. Yeah, you per, okay, guys. All right, don't language me. I'll Jordan Peterson you. Okay, so um, wee, wee, what am I, wee, what am I trying to say here? Why are the why are the comics so aware? Why are comics such a canary in the mine shaft, Monty? And they really are. Well, uh, the pre- oh, I can answer it this way. The premise of comedy is making connections uh, that most people won't see, and it's part of it. it you, know, you find laughs, and then you have George Carlin, uh, Lenny Bruce, uh, Bill Hicks. You know, all, all those type of things. And uh, there's an element now. Not every comic is um, up there. Some people just like to be fun, but uh, there are a lot of comics that sort of know that something's wrong because it just doesn't add up. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised in past lives a lot of comics were uh, police wow. detectives. I'll tell you why. It's very oh. simple, Monty. You're complicating things. You're just complicating it, Monty. You're confusing the millions of people listening to us right now. Tens of people. (laughs) They're uh, they're so aware, folks, because they sleep 12 hours a day and work four hours a week. (laughs) I'll tell you right now, that's the reason. Anybody can figure anything out if they have time to think. 
No. Is my point. Okay. Can I say something about this? Yeah. Okay. It, this is can not we, high can, school. It's an open round. Can we take, no, 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 no. Still, can still, take a, still. Can we take a vote? Can we take a vote without you? Yeah. Let's have a quiet. Tone of silence. Shut up. Shut out, Raz. Can we let Raz speak? So, so, can he still hear us? So the question was, why are comics so aware? What yes. if it's aware people who just so happen to be comics? No. It's a comic's a job for hum- to look for those patterns. It's a comic's job to find the the gaps in the masonry, you know, of those patterns to see what's humorous about it, to look at the some of the most dire things and see the funny side of it, you know. Jesus, no, you're weird. Whatever you just said, I have no clue. But what, yeah, exactly. what, what if what if a bunch of people are very aware but they do not know their comics and when they talk from a certain perspective people think they are comics witty funny you know the comedian type and and then occasionally say hey you should be a comedian and the guy's like no i'm not a comedian but he's a really really good comedian just because he's aware i think i think um okay it's gonna sound a bit weird but i gave this a thought you know, Monty's aware of it. He read he read a little manuscript I wrote called Breaking Breath. It occurred to me, spending all the time I did around comics, that people do a lot of controlled breath work and abdominal and diaphragm breathing, throat trapping of breath, uh, deep breath-based mantra work. Breath is integral to spiritual process. What and a comic forces you to break your breath. You breathe on you. You breathe uncontrollably when you laugh. I think we're seriously underestimating what comics and laughter does. And if we get this right, we might have a chance. <laughs> well, that's the thing where, uh, like, the, but but but, but I doubt you morons will get it. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's yeah. the joke. Yeah. Uh, see, there's a new wave of PC uh, hyper or uh, ultra PC, you know, political correctness, which is basically woke. Yeah, go work, go broke type thing, where a lot of comics are going for um, clapter, which is clapping instead of laughter. And they're not breaking the bread. It's like, oh, he made a good point. That He made a good point. That's brilliant. It's like, where are the jokes? You're supposed to make people laugh. You're a comic. Uh, and uh, I remember someone uh, recently put up a, like in a couple of comedy groups, uh, put up a post by uh, a big um promoter booker well like wh- where are the comics uh i saw four people because you know this is the trans comic and this is the the african-american comic this is the asian comic they're all labeled that way and uh it, where's someone who just makes you laugh now, interesting enough uh talking about comedy here in australia louis ck has sold out his entire tour with no promotion at all in the mainstream or anything else like that he's been uh, knocking it out of the park on the podcast circuit eh? he hasn't started his own podcasts but he's gone on a lot of podcasts he's way smarter than i thought he was by the way i hated his tv show i just thought oh dude come on what are you depressing me for you're a comedian yeah you know and it just it got way too dark and uh well, you know. that's yeah, that that sounds like Louis. Uh, but the thing is, as well, like um, yeah, he was cancelled, yeah, from the mainstream. But he can, it's that the mainstream isn't reality, so he's just gone fine, walked away from that, 
uh, waited a couple of months and so like, oh, well, I'll keep doing stand-up now. And uh, there's a lot of comics that w- were so glad that he got cancelled. And I'm sure they're eating humble pie now because he's selling out. He, um, I remember Billy Colony when he was uh, touring a lot. He would never advertise. He would just, just go into a mailing list and he would sell out 14 shows in Melbourne. Yeah, in a day or an hour. Yeah, it just like snapped up instantly uh, because uh, the, once you find your fan base, you can reach them. You don't need to go schlepping on you know radio, morning radio, and oh, we need yeah. to sell tickets. Yeah, well, once you've got once you hit ten shows in fourteen days, it's like, um, and no, that's I, why. Yeah, that's why you guys are on the hit list now too. That's why so many comics are getting taken out, either getting cut off at the knee. You, you dudes are dangerous. You're what poets used to be five hundred years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Because you get you guys can't be controlled. You know, um, hit me some and, puffy sleeves and shoulders. And and you think about the world we live in and digital communication and the forms of control that can go into that digital communication. And then you just think of a comic in an 800 seat theater, but doing it, you know, seven nights a week for like and all the people they're going to reach. Right. And it's totally organic. Right. Nobody's on their cell phone at a comedy show. It's got to be one of the most exciting places to be now. And the comedian just talks to you and nobody really talks to anybody anymore. So comedy has suddenly had this incredible spotlight put on it. And dare I say it, Monty, it has been elevated to a very important art form now. I think the comics play a big, big part in getting us out of this, what we're into. And and the reason I say this is I know so many comics, like successful, make their living doing comedy, raise kids, buy a house. They're not all millionaires. In fact, none of the ones, uh, some of them might be like just over a million. But, you know, they make lit, just... Think about making your living at this. You go and you make people laugh. And every day you wake up and you say, well, I better find some material. I got to make people laugh. And you go, out and you, yeah, you go out and you look at the world that way, man. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. It's been a great blessing for me to know so many comics, man. Yeah, I remember doing a gig where I had to follow a guy that absolutely killed. He did five minutes on socks. <laughs> Just, just yeah. the way he, uh, the way he performed it, and just the jokes and the commitment that he did it. I'm like, yeah, hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, socks, man. <laughs> I can't remember any, any. I just remember with socks. It was like I have to follow that. Well, that's just great. Yeah. yeah. But it's interesting here in Melbourne, uh, well, especially coming out of lockdowns. Uh, you need uh, Steve Hughes, uh, who Bruce has met. Uh, via Zoom, uh, has said it, it, it's very hard to start doing comedy in, in Australia because there's not enough rooms. Because you, uh, I remember Rick Rubin telling um, uh, the guitarist from Rage Against the Machine, what's his name? Uh, Tom Morello. Uh, like a, a band does, you, know, you have to do 100 gigs and then you sort of find yourself in that respect. And so, you know, doing that stand-up, you do 100 gigs, you, you, you know who you are basically if you're doing it correctly uh you may still suck but at least you know who you are and, and you, you know you have that experience the flying it's referred to as flying time now when you go to london what there's 72 different venues a night on because london's 20 million people uh but australia there's probably three <laughs> <laughs> uh there here in melbourne there there is the um 
the Comics Lounge, which is a dedicated um, comedy venue. It's been around forever. Uh, but there's a new venue here in Melbourne called The Rubber Chicken, uh, and it's a bar, and they have comedy on and stuff as well. So it's good to finally have more than one comedy venue. Once I leave the house and I, I try and write material, I'll, I'll get back out there and start doing stand-up again. But um, if I really want to – I mean, <laughs> I jokingly say, but it's based in truth, I could go to London and suck and still get £100 a week. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, I mean- the accent will help. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, the London, the London comedy scene is, is booming, man. I mean, they might. Yeah, you might. You might get an open. You got a good ten minutes. Uh, probably. Oh, I've got material that I haven't touched for about a decade. Give us. Um, give, give us a minute. Yeah. Give us a minute right now. I can't. It's been a decade. I can't remember exactly. It's written no. down somewhere. Don't uh, be looking at. Don't be looking at Google Flights, Monty. You're not ready. No. <laughs> exactly. But my point is, like, I mean, I live in Australia, and uh, the UK is the size of Victoria, so like. I think why well, London to Glasgow's eight hours in a car. I'm like, well, that's a doddle for an Australian. So you know, it's um, my dear. I don't want to end up on the the game show circuit. <laughs> but you know, there's enough. I mean, uh, if you know the history of the the Mighty Boosh, they just uh, were comics starting out in London, and BBC producers, I think, saw them. Uh, because there was a buzz about them. And it was just two guys larking about in a pub. And they came, they they went on to international fame Those and fortune. Those about quite well. Well, yeah, they're very weird and odd. Neither but, of them by, by themselves are really that amazing, but together, maybe. Yes, yeah, it's a great uh, symmetry. In, um, yeah. Possumize. Yeah, I mean, the uh, IT crowd as well. Uh, Matt Bamel- Bellamy uh, has got – no, no, what's his name? Oh, you recognise the voice. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing about that, Monty. But I'll tell you what. You find yourself in a pinch going forward, here's a little bit of wisdom, kids. Just ask yourself, what would Steven Seagal do? <laughs> Gain weight and move to Russia? Yeah. <laughs> Sit in a couch in the corner of a dark room and eat ice cream. And he's going to make it through this. So do what Steven Seagal would do. <laughs> Eat ice cream with cho- with toasted chocolate chip waffles. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, you only live once. Well, that's not right. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, if you like ice cream. Uh, I like ice cream and hot waffles. Yeah, well, whatever floats your boat. Hot waffles. Cold ice cream. Yeah, you're, you're repeating yourself, I understand that. Yes. Yeah. It's about this time of night that deja vu kicks in. Ah. It's about this time of night that deja vu kicks in. I'm not French. <laughs> I haven't tried deja vu. Is it good? That's oh, all right. Do you vouch for him, Monty? I have a do voucher. Deja do vu. The, vouch, the, do you vouch for him? The guy, deja vu. <laughs> Do you guys like Peter Falk, Colombo? I think, uh, I think one of just one more question. Gra- one more question. Just just one more question. I, I think his last great role was as the mob boss in um, Made. I thought that was just brilliant. Do you vouch for him? Well, yeah, he's a good guy. Do you vouch for him? <laughs> 
I did like him in the Great Race. Oh well, yeah, if, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've I, seen that, yeah, yeah. Hey, the Professor. Way. Yeah, the Great Pie Fight. Uh, and Jack Lemmon uh, plays the uh, the villain, and uh, oh, Tony Curtis plays the great Leslie. Uh, and if you know the cartoon, uh, the uh, Wacky Races, that's just um, them ripping off the Great Race. Great movie. Uh, yeah. Under yeah. the big is that under the big W? A different one. No, no, that's um, it's a it's a mad, mad, oh, mad, mad, mad world. Yeah, yeah, different one. Yeah, with um, uh, Jimmy Durant kicking the bucket, Same. literally. <laughs> there's there's a there's a suitcase in San Diego, buried, full of money. It's all yours, kid. Yeah, one more question. I just I was just a little curious. That Chevrolet. <laughs> <laughs> do, uh, do you vouch for him? <laughs> just one more thing. And the, the interesting thing is uh, with uh, Colombo is. The first scene shows you it's not a whodunit. It's a whodunit for Columbo. You, the audience knows. <laughs> so they show it like. Just uh, one more thing. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I'll, I'll be sad if they actually try and bring that back. Oh, they will. But, well, who's, you know, who are you going to get to play Columbo? Because yeah, it's like Angela Lansbury with uh, Murder, She Hoped, or whatever it was. Murder, She Wrote. Wrote. Um, <laughs> Sorry, this is <laughs> well. Almost anyway, the Australian spinoff. Yeah, well, if you think about it, like you know, why would you go anywhere near that woman? Because everywhere she goes, someone dies. She's the Hillary Clinton of the fictional of the literary <laughs> yeah. world. Same hairdresser too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they dress uh, the same. Yeah, yeah. They're probably. Am I? Uh, as well. Am I? Uh, Am I crazy, or is Hillary kind of going for that Queen of England look in her wardrobe and attire and composure and everything? It's well, very regal you know, the way she. She gets to own the Queen thing now because the Queen's dead. You know, anyone going for the Queen thing now, they don't really have any real Queen opposition if they want to. You think? Play do you think Hillary? You think Hillary Clinton is top bitch on the planet? Ugh, well, she, she she wants to be. I don't think she is, but I think she wants to be. She's which one of the four clones? Which one is it? Yeah, which one? Top. <laughs> the four. In the, in the visible power structure. Uh, yeah. I know she has a urinary problem. That's why she wears a pantsuit. She has wow. mental problems, uh, motor tics. <laughs> she, That's a segue. Uh, Are we still can't she has this? a lot of viruses in her system. She is a virus. sitting on a cocktail of drugs. And side effect of that cocktail of drugs means your system cannot filter them uh, adequately enough, so it comes out of your pores, and it makes so, you reek of ammonia, similar to uh, Ruth Ginsburg. What's her name? Uh, Bailey Ginsburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, 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 no. The judge one. Yeah, RG. Yeah. She reeked of ammonia like 10, 10, 10 meters around her because she was on so much crap. So these old women, they are not exactly regal. They're more of a walking, ducking cesspit. <laughs> cesspit, yes. Let's leave it at that. Oh. <laughs> she is a piece of work. I can't believe she keeps popping her head up. It's like, oh. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, died like whack-a-mole. Yeah, but yeah. it's like I, I made fun of Hillary and um, I put up with Hillary. In the, you know, it's like, well, she's evil. Look at that. But she actually offended me, which is kind of rare. But yeah. – uh, Personally, if you, if you allow me, get to the I I'm I, I sort of yeah you know, I don't need like the prompting. Oh, okay, you're interrupting fashion? again. Right. 
<laughs> Sorry, I've just put you on hold. <laughs> and when she walks, the people she walks by go, ah. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> is that Hillary Quinton? Oh, I've had a heart attack. Uh, is when uh, the FBI raided uh, Mar-a-Lago. Uh, Donald Trump's house and she started selling merchandise saying about her emails yeah. with what? t-shirts and caps and so I remember was... that I just don't where was she coming from on that is yeah well I think it's really just a display of power I think it's really yeah. like one of the like like piss into market territory, territory. Yeah, exactly. as, you, as you know Cortec I live with a lot of animals and yeah. uh I'm the shock caller here. I piss where I want, and nobody pisses where I piss. And I, you know, hey, down to about eight cats, eh? I've had great success finding homes. Just people just pop out. I'll take a mother and three kittens. You're kidding. Here's a bread roll. <laughs> when I'm out in nature, I like to do the hands clasped behind the head, uh, no hands naked. We. It's just man. Just remember the rat from last week? Remember yeah, the what, rat? You got another one? Ah, uh, man, I didn't find one part of that rat the next morning. Not a paw, not a near, nothing. Yeah, You don't like want these... it, we'll have it. You know, you get first dibs, though. Yeah, these are real cats. I mean, they they just do what they do, man. They're Egyptian cats. They're gods and goddesses. <laughs> I can I can leave, like, food out on my counter. Not, like, op- like, it's in jars and stuff, like porridge and stuff. Yeah, I have oatmeal over here. Kind of nice, actually. Um... And I can just leave food around a little bit. And normally this would be a huge problem, right? Like you can't imagine what if you don't get your house right. I could not have done this without Rosemary, my wife. You got to get your house right here because if you don't, you're going to have some insect problems. And I if mean, you've got like, your jars just sitting right on the edge oh of any counters, God. the cats will come up and go tap, 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 yeah. tap, 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 crash. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'll have an insect problem. You'll have all kinds of like everything, right? And, um, I mean, the cats, they just police up everything, man. Like, it's amazing. It's just like a perfect balance, you know, eight cats. But it's not going to last long. I mean, I can already hear the strange sounds at night. They're back at the sex. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> can't help themselves. Lord, I tried to keep them I separated. Think, I, think the next, I think the next round of litters will come in January. I have one cat who has birthed four times. Yeah, four times. I have a cat who's yeah. had four litters, four litters. And th- and this cat herself is only like two and a half years old. She had four litters. I I got some Targaryen Game of Thrones shit going on in my household with, with siblings. Cats at one another. I'm like, holy crap. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. The, you figure even out... siblings got it. It's just insane, man. So... Um, my, I, so I have a dominant male now. I I call him uh, Balzac, which is one of the three musketeers, I think. Is that right, Russ? But really, I mean Balzac, right? Because he's ma- male, but I call him Balzac. And he's the only cat I've named, which Basically I don't do. Basically, boys, I, Balzac. <laughs> Balzac. But ba- no, it's a Balzac. good thing if, if they got the name based on their personality or, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, he, quite, it's quite the thing. He runs this place like a shot collar in prison. Like now that he's all grown and he's just like from the last litter I bet, you know, or two litters ago. So he's fairly new. And um, and I guess he'll be staying around, but the males don't last long. So I got like three males now and they start fighting eh, at about eight, nine months. 
Like it, they are totally territorial and they fight over food. I never had these problems with females in nature. Females are always better. And ma- males, it's a lot more risk in being male in the lower mammal forms, guys. You know, yeah. this, 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 no this thing. Yeah. This thing about going out and procreating, it's like, it's life and death. That's why the male cats don't do what, which absolutely boggles my mind that my cats keep getting knocked up. Where are all these male cats coming from? You know, but um, yeah, they're saying that my cat spiel. Sorry. And a puppy coming soon. And a puppy coming soon. And then um, I think for Christmas, I'm going to get myself a donkey. Now that I'm working like 60 hours a week and get anything I want, I'm going to get a donkey or two. Uh, just to pull stuff around. Yeah, I'm finishing my fence here. And um, I think I'm just going to throw a donkey in there with like six or eight sheep. And That's I'm just your start... uh, super big tie brum brum. Oh, been uh, in not... doing some muddy trucking in that yet? I uh, know it's not here yet. I'll be here I think next weekend. Uh, it's ready and everything. It's just um. Just find my, a giant uh, mud puddle and just put your foot to the floor and watch it just roost out the back of the mud. I'm going. I'm going up to the reserve, right? Like I'm. I, I'm gonna if it can get all the way up there. I'm. I've only been up there in the past in my Suzuki Samurai, which I don't have anymore. That's a brother-in-law story. I don't care to tell. And um, um, so yeah, but it's 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 looking really good, good man. And um, you know, it's gonna be a lot of fun drive. And it's a perfect vehicle for where I live, like the province, like the look, everything, right? So yeah, money trucking is yeah. some of the best fun you can do. <clears throat> yeah, I'm get. I'm going to get myself another quad too, more of a, like a, I had the one I have now as a sport and I'm going to get a working one and, um, like a 500 CC that can go to the Abaca farm. I got to, I got to make sure there's something around for emergencies. I mean, these guys could get bit by a snake or anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, Hey man, it's been a pleasant diversion from Ukraine, these cats and potential donkeys and, you know, and this is my refuge, boys, and and anybody listening. This is it's like your personal fortress of solitude. You got to have it now, or else you're just swimming in a very fast current. And what are we talking about here? Is there like uh, what, what's going on there with all the texting? I think we're talking about donkeys and ties, and then uh, last week a, a, a open source library with hard to find PDFs and stuff like that was shut down by the U.S. government called Z Library. Uh, Raz, just wanted to know if anything's mm-hmm. popped up recently to kind of replace it, which it usually does, but uh, maybe the fact that we're not talking about it so soon is better. One will pop up. There's always free things to replace these things that go down. Might just take a bit longer to surface. So without without the red wave, I think we're going to see continue to see increased authoritarianism in government. We see it in Canada. Um, we had this uh, inquiry into uh, I think it was a parliamentary inquiry and it was broadcast on C-SPAN about the legitimacy of using the Emergencies Act to break the truckers blockade. And you know, what has come out very clearly in every columnist of any political stripe, left or right, has come to the same conclusion in Canada. There's a complete farce. It was an absolute exercise in authority just to say, hey, I can do this, like hitting someone in the face with a stick. Right. And still, 
Nothing can touch this guy. I swear to God, the devil protects him. Justin Trudeau. It's just like, I, I, I don't know. I, I see in some ways, I don't know if I'm right, I'll ask you guys, but I see Australia as a kind of a, and perhaps New Zealand, Raz can speak to that. But, you know, of the, the three sort of extent, pure extensions of the British Empire that never sort of rebelled against um, the monarchy the way America did, are we like pathetically apathetic? Like uh, that's the yes. only thing I. It, it's like no, no, no. It's, it's it's all about the secret society behind. Well, please expand. But the reason the U.S. didn't exactly rebel, they they ran away with the money, and then the American company was formed. But later on, they became friends again. As for as for the rest of the company, they're all being handled by the same society. So there's no point of them rebelling. So out of the five eyes, there's there's no point for the remaining four to re, uh, remaining three to rebel against Britain. You will miss so far. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So as for their people now, uh, they were ex- they were expertly conditioned to be conformists as well. There's there's, there's that point too. The uh, the conditioning remains. Americans had a bigger land, more resource, more advantages, more more like scientific. Uh, I mean, Americans already had electricity and New Zealand and, and Australia didn't. So obviously uh, things moved faster. And they also had a different land ownership and principles that came with it compared to Australia and New Zealand. New Zealand is just a bunch of missionaries. Australia is a bunch of criminals. Americans were the one who owned land, had guns. They had good principles, despite being, you know, not exactly nice people uh, creating their nations. Uh, they had their, their their own thing, their own little paradise. Yeah, the idea yeah. was uh, supposed to be this, you know, plate it was. It was their successful Rhodesia, if you think about it. <laughs> You the know, problem he, with Australia is that, uh, yes, we were criminals, but also our jailers as well. And there's that subservience type thing of like, like during the lockdowns, instead of that Australian larrikin, ah, she'll be right, we'll fight against, you know, the establishment. No, yes, sir, you know, the jailers came in, started, you know, tapping their truncheons on the on the Ooh, bars. Looking like, for the next bar rung to climb up. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, well, I'll do what you say, sir. I'm sorry for, did I, no offence, Gov. Uh, I'm so, not sure about New Zealand, though, but uh, but there is that sacred site because I remember uh, Vinnie Eastwood did a seven-minute video on um, President uh, Prime Minister Arden, if that's yeah, her name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's all linked back to Freemasonry and all that type of stuff. Not saying, you know, the the yeah, the masons control everything but it's um a group where i'm sure like-minded people uh hang out with like most of these societies they've been infiltrated by a by a certain group like even you're know, calling you know going uh, well, i haven't talked about dave Chappelle yet you know the jews well it's not all the jewish people oh yeah the hollywood's run by jewish people yeah just look at the names they're all jewish they happen to be running it it's not like uh i'm being racist but the really evil ones aren't jewish they're pretending to be jewish yeah 
That's the big secret. It's almost like invasion of the body snatchers, folks, once you go down this rabbit hole. It's a bit spooky, actually, because mm. if it could be done to them, it could be done to anybody. And I think that explains a lot of the people in public office now as well. Yeah, put I on the damn this, glasses. I think this whole, th- I, I think a, a significant measure of the world we're looking at now is not real. Like th- their corporeal forms, their bodies, they're human beings, they respond to the same medicine, the same surgery and, and everything. But at a consciousness level, there's something going on behind the scenes. I've seen so much weird shit in the last six months or so. It's unbelievable. It's like invasion of the body snatchers. Or maybe it's just, I don't know. The gradual effects of the uh, vaccine, uh, because there are cognitive effects as well. I mean, not everything is myocarditis or, yeah, you know, it's, it's you know, or my or, or my favorite, the tape. The t- Go ahead, Bruce. I'm done. Uh, well, and also it's not 100 percent all everyone that's taking the vaccine. There, there are um, complications, but not for everybody. I mean, who knows? Uh, Let me. Let me follow up quickly on what Bruce said. They are NPCs. They don't have inner monologues. They have aphantasia. They cannot picture things in their head. If I say apple, yeah. you think about an apple. They cannot picture an apple. It's blank. I am seeing, I am seeing some stuff now on so, on short videos on Facebook and stuff. Have you seen these guys who just stop people and ask them questions? Like... If you were in a car going 80 miles an hour, how long would it take you to go 80 miles? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, I was and, like, I see, and they're not joking. Like, people are this stupid. They're not, it's, a, it's reverse AI. Just always do the inversion. So your consciousness will tell you what's going. Everybody's talking about AI. Oh, the machines that can think. No, the human beings who become machine-like. That, it, it's, it's happening more in inverse than it is in any no. kind of sil- silicon manifestation of the demonic They've realm always been that young. all these always D-wave... What are, we, what are we talking about, Raz? Are we, are we still talking about... Sir? We were, talk- were talking about the dumb people that uh, just seem to be immensely, so unbelievably dumb. That Raz, is I, unbelievable. I, further to what you said, I kind of saw an article about this phenomenon about people not being able to visualize things or that being a thing. Things, and I just thought everyone boy, could do it, you know? There's a boy that did a great job on it, a uh, university lad. Just go on YouTube and write, people who do not have an inner monologue, meaning they cannot hear their own thoughts. They don't have any. They don't have any uh, head that, that where, where picture pops up, where you're lying on a bed and you're hearing your thoughts go on. They don't have any. It's utter blank. Surely, maybe that's something that you could learn? No, no, no. When they're thinking sentence structures, they're thinking mind maps. When they're reading, they're just reading like uh, syntax-wise. They do not have that ability to, on their own, uh, do a certain level of consciousness exploration. They are, to put it uh, simply, uh, downgraded beings. And these are not... uh, Yeah, these are not star children or not to be confused with some kind of Buddhist nirvana state of consciousness where all thought. Now, these are just morons, like non-existent human beings. They've always been here, but we've only recently discovered them on this level because stupid people have always been here. And we've only recently achieved a certain level of individualism in the West where we started paying attention 
to the IQ of our neighbors and started seeing whether or not they can keep up with this fast-moving world because the world wasn't moving this fast in the 90s. It started moving this fast when the internet hits. And then suddenly yes. everything accelerated. Now we're paying attention to all the brains who can actually keep up with this fast-moving world and read the entirety of the geopolitical landscape in what is essentially over 180 nations, 500 different dialects, over 700 different subcultures. It takes quite a brain to process this much data and still have a normal life. It's not for everyone. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah, the, the, the average individual out there can't even picture an apple. And just like, just, just like Bruce said, I've seen the videos and I was talking to that to a gym lad. And I'm like, hey, uh, in, in, you, you think Americans are intelligent, but you can go to an American and say the American independence was in 1776. When did America got independence? They're like, uh, the 90s? That's how stupid they are. That's, like, it's mind-boggling. Like it's hard to believe they even got through grade school to grade six, let alone high school. And you got to, and I mean, this is all the indoctrination education. I mean, they come out of high school, they don't know anything. Like it's mind-boggling. Plus, so much the of the media IQ, is insular, looking inwards. You know, the best IQ experiments and 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 uh, data comes from the U.S. military because the U.S. military will not let an idiot with below 80 IQ handle weaponry. They they're going to kill one another. So the U.S. military will will not pick anyone who's too low IQ. Even the French Legion won't. They, they simply won't touch you if you have an IQ below 83, 85. So they have extensive data when it comes to IQ. Now, if you if you take one of these NPCs and you give them a A4 sheet of paper and you tell them fold the paper in half and the remaining fold that in half, it, it will take them 15 minutes to do it. 15 wow. minutes to do that. Now, if you tell them, look at that coconut tree, I want you to climb halfway and the remaining half climb halfway that. So how much did you climb in all? Three quarter of the tree. They can't process that. 80 IQs can process this, can process it, uh, process it. 90 IQs can struggle a little bit and then they can do it. You will tell them something like this. A rainbow has seven colors. Here's a rainbow. How many colors does it have? You will see them count one, two, three, four, five, six. Then just start again. One, two, one, one, two, one. Wow. They keep going on like that. These yeah. people have always been here. We've only recently started discovering them. Now, when you look at movies and you're asking your question, uh, yourself the Wait. question, why why are all movies so dumb? Why are your songs so dumb? Who buy all this stuff? It's these guys who buy. They are the, uh, you know, common denominator. We, 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 we have failed some of the most. I think this is when civilizations get wiped out. Like, I mean, the more <laughs> I think about this, how can it, how can it not go down this way? I mean... One of the fundamental spiritual laws of sentient life is the law of continuity, which means that every generation carries forward and tries to improve in, in all ways, culturally, spiritually, materially, ease of life, culture, everything. And when a culture stops doing that, then it just it has no reason to exist anymore. And we're not only not doing it anymore, we're, we're, we're like we slammed it in reverse like it, it's well it depends on uh, your viewpoint because we are like uh, I mean, uh, another work person um today pointed out like you know oh we are you know, the, uh, <laughs> yeah if you look at it yeah 
if you you know ten people run the planet type thing. So it's fascinating where you've got the uh, the NPCs where they're they're created from the fine, uh, from the education system. Mark Dice does a lot of these videos where they just ask simple questions and you know where's Australia or you know what's the state of Australia. But at the same time, a lot of people are aware of it now. You could go into the the whole thing of well, they're they're cowards and they don't want to break out of their slavery. Um, that's a harsh way of looking at it, but it's more of uh, the the unknown, and they they haven't taken that brave step of going. Well, hang on, I want better. That the the slaves have woken up to saying, hang on, we're slaves. But there's a lot of people out there that know uh, that you know, um, the the corruption that's going on. But they feel powerless it's at the moment. It's a dissonance wall. It's a hard wall as to well, get yeah. over because so as, many as well, different as well, questions yeah, as, after. Yeah, as well as that as well, because uh, some people have may have known for like 20 years. And if you think about it, like, you know, 9-11 woke up a lot of people. Now, I mean, look look where the, the state of this show is, where, well, we're here to make people laugh. And, you know, five years ago, we would be going, oh, this is this and this and this and security and blah, blah, blah. And just myself and the show has evolved where it's like, oh, we're just going to make fun of things. That's 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 our goal. And um, I'm not here to wake you up. I'm here to make you know, when you wake up, I'm here to make you laugh because usually when you wake up and you feel really bad. <laughs> and that, that's part of the, the service because um we're getting close. I think a lot of uh, people at Rev Radio, um, uh, alt- the, you know, the true alternative media, if that, I can say it that way, will be here to cancel all the uh, the normal people when they have that awakening in 1.83 seconds because there'll be so much information. Whatever it is, uh, there'll be, um, you know, uh, Prince Charles kills um, – Alex Jones on on television or something, yeah, you know, something shocking like that where it's like they can't hide it. It's like, all right, yep, okay, they've stepped over the bounds. But well, you know, uh, an eight foot uh, eight foot lizard comes out to the UN and is like, right, people, we've looked at the books and you're all screwed. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, there'll be, you know, people like us will be there to actually What's walk that? walk them through, um, get through the trauma uh, because of. A lot of us did the whole waking up in in air quotes over decades, and you know, dealing with like, well, I've been lied to, and some people they there's blame, shame, and guilt, which is still part of the system. Um, oh, yeah, uh, uh, there's that whole thing of um, people like you have to forgive yourself because you you feel. Um, What's the term? Shitty because you've been duped. You know how when someone um, tricks you, you take it instead of the bastard who tricked you being angry at them. It's like, oh, he tricked me. And it turns inward. A lot of the time the ego is wrapped up in that. Oh, as well. Yeah. It's like, oh, I was fooled. And it's like, oh, I fooled you. Yes, you did. I'm never talking to you again. Oh, don't be an You tricked me. You lied to me. It's fraud. Go away. Yeah, but you fell for it. It's like, yeah, because I trusted you. How is me trusting you is that's my fault because I trusted you. Yeah, you're you the were, one lying. You're the one running for government. You should yeah. have <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Biden, but I'm not going through <laughs> this again. And what the hell are you doing in my house? Uh, yeah. And so there's and because there's eight million of us, like I'm sure what 10% is NPC, um, you know, whoever they're uh, out there. Uh, and 
dare I say, is ah uh, no, all right, calm dare, down. Dare. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I love that film. <laughs> Name that film, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Sam. Mate, uh, ladies sorry. and gentlemen, not you. I am a gentleman. You, you, you do realise that there are people listening, Cortec, right? I do also realise they can't answer the question. I think he's yeah. retarded. But you vouch for him, Monty. You vouch for him. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, Cortec the retard. Yeah, I vouch for him. Yeah, that's what they call him. Yeah, it's like, you know, Lenny the Nose, Cortec the retard. It's just a gang name. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> Uh, where were we, Cortec? Don't know. It's week 39 of the endless US proxy war in the Ukraine, though. Still going. Well, actually, neither, no, neither no sorry. Pedantic Man has turned up. No way out for Ukraine. No, that, that's been going on since 2014. That's, oh, so yeah. it's not 39 well, weeks. I'm just trying to put some number on it and keep count of, of what seems to want to be a forgettable endless war. Well, coming up to nine years then. I think uh, yeah, respective governments no should be asking how much is being spent and trying to get just a number because neither of them can do Well, it. I saw footage because uh, the, the Russians left a town or, 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 well, see, I don't know if it was the mainstream media. They, they retreated, which could have said, like, oh, we're finished now and left. Or, um, you know, the media spinning it of like, oh, these brave Ukrainians with their flags, yeah? They came out and said, you go away. And the Russians said, oh, no, we have to leave. Why? I'm doing a German accent. It works anyway. <laughs> But, you know, um, that very short president turned up and said, um, you, know, you know, the Ukrainian flag is over this. There's no water. There's no power. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, but it looks like it's the end of the war. And I saw someone point out as well, like, uh, we've got a couple of chaps here that know about their cryptocurrency. FTX or that that collapsed and apparently it's yeah. connected to the democrats as well as uh, the ukraine and uh, someone made the connection it was like you know um is it is, is it is ftx is that the correct it is ftx that yeah is yeah correct, FT, yeah yeah uh, that, that collapsed and then the ukraine is like okay maybe it's the end of the war now <laughs> and it's like aha a clue <laughs> yeah patent canadian pension went down dude probably yeah. all intertwined yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, how do you yeah. know about how do you know about that, uh, Raz? Did that make international news? <clears throat> Twitter, I sent it to you on uh, Skype. <laughs> oh, I missed that. Sorry, man. Uh, so the Canadian pen? Why did the Canadian pension fund go down? Well, let me check your Skype. <laughs> All right, Wait, I'll look after the show. Yeah, I, you do know this audience. Once again, people are listening. Maybe help out by telling. Jeez. Why don't you do I'm good done. radio? Because I hang out right, with these done. three. Breaking Canadian party. teachers have a $95 million <laughs> hole in their pension due to the pension investment in FTX. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, te- the, teachers, the teacher's pension. Teacher's pension, yeah. Oh, who cares about the teachers? I oh, thought it well, was like <laughs> the, ma- the, ma- the, main pub- the main public pension, like the Social Security, right? Everyone okay. should, but no one does. Yeah. Most teachers are overpaid, man. Important jobs. Couple couple summers in a salt mine would straighten them out. I think a teacher should be paid more than a doctor. See that 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 could be a future punishment for people, Uh, because you 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 said a rude word on Twitter. We are sentencing you to three months down a uh, a lithium mine. Yeah. (laughs) You're doing your part. 
is there lithium mining? Have you heard of it? And they do this thing where they just they have all these brilliant these phases of changing like br- br- brilliant colors kind of thing. Right. How far As, back do I have to go, Cortex? See see how how annoying it is when you're interrupted. Uh, Six hundred uh, years. Electric. You know, well, um, no, it's Da Vinci time. He came up with a helicopter. Two hundred. But an electric cars need a battery. And battery is usually made out of lithium and what else? Uh, yeah. Rare minerals. And they have kids that basically dig it out. And so for punishment, you get a um, someone who said, "I uh, women are women on Twitter, and they get arrested in England and then get sent to these mines in Africa or Afghanistan to dig up the the lithium and something starting with T. What's the one with T? Some pre-prescribed amount to punish them for their digital crime. Yeah, that, that on, you have to buy yes. like uh, that has nothing to do with the chemicals. Yeah, yeah, ty- yeah, yeah there, there's all these chemicals that uh, are raw minerals, which um, I think Finland government said, yeah, there's not enough. So this whole going green thing kind of sucks. Yeah, I talked about that. It's cobalt, lithium, titanium. Uh, all kinds of others too, yeah. And it's been mined a lot. A lot of it's been mined. Having yeah. a bunch of people in there with pickaxes is not going to do anything. I'll tell you that. No. <laughs> well, be punishment for the people with the pickaxes, and that's the fun part of uh, being where we, uh, uh, gentlemen, where we are. Uh, you can fall. You can pick apart all these um, schemes and plans. I've got plans and schemes. Um, mm. You know, you know you, um, God laughs when man plans. Um, with the electric car and getting rid of fossil fuels, blah blah blah. No one's talking about magnets. Um, Always which, with the magnets. Yeah, or well, yeah, because it works. Um, you've got these idiots throwing paint at uh, buildings oh. and uh, paintings and all this type of stuff. You know, uh, was it uh, je- or stop oil now or whatever they're called? Oh, idiots. Um, yeah, well, the thing. Yeah, idiots. They have not. Have they mentioned hemp at all? Go ahead, Russ. Hemp. Fair call. Hemp. Hemp's been outlawed because it's too good for you. It does oh. everything. It does everything. It, it does everything oil does and more. Go ahead, Russ. What happened to the walkable city with all the electric cars going around? What about to the new architecture of the future where our neighbors <coughs> from Somalia? <laughs> We will be right next door, and the Ethiopian neighbors too will be right next door. It will be a big city, it will be walkable. You won't need uh, an electric car, you will probably need uh, just your legs. What happened to that one? Or maybe yeah, yeah, they, they've, they've, they've mentioned that like Melbourne, they want to have it as a smart city, um, and everything's 20. They want to diversify, like here in Melbourne, it's like a cartwheel where you've got the city center and the suburbs spread out like a cartwheel. Hence the term car. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's over 150 years of growth. That's just what happened. Anyway, keep going. But they're I trying think. to actually bring um, – I, I don't think they're called Smart City uh, because that's like with the um, uh, smart meters and all that type of stuff. But they want, um, they want like um, smaller centers where yeah. everything that you want is 20 minutes 
away from you walking wise so you know um cinema or you know everything obviously yeah shopping yeah obviously if metallica tour they're not going to do you know all his 300 (laughs) we'll just go to the pub with 300 patrons no there's still thing but they're they're trying to um localize everyone but still be in in central hub i've seen that in big uh, construction things you've got your apartments on the top you've got a coles down the bottom or a supermarket down the bottom and you've got your gym and they're trying to like you don't need to go anywhere it's like well i'm in the middle of nowhere it's a weirdness but yeah i just want those mega city one like in judge dread much easier really with yeah no caffeine's and, illegal alcohol's yeah. illegal sugar's illegal it's you okay, can't do anything 90 okay. percent uh, unemployment crime is rampant and so the judges kill indiscriminately and then the soviet union will attack yeah but they so got it, cool motorbikes it's, it's 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 closer to reality <laughs> well yeah it, it, it is kind yeah, it, it is a kind of a documentary um that that came out 10 years ago uh the one with um carl oven and you know a lot of fans are like do it again do it again do it again <laughs> even new when not well no because uh it, it flopped in the cinema it wasn't a commercial success uh but yeah uh like even um the stallone version of dread in 95 i like that ha- one yeah half of that is awesome the other half i mean <laughs> The, one of the quirky things in the comic is you never see Dredd's face. He's always wearing the helmet. Guess what's happened? Guess what happens seven minutes into the film in, in with Sylvester Stallone? It's out because he was contracted to remove it. Yeah, and then you see his face instead of hidden. It's like you know, even Arnold Schwarzenegger wanted to do it. I don't see Arnold. I am the law. It doesn't really work. I mean, uh, uh, I had to let him go. No, it doesn't work. Get, yeah. get to the chopper. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. No, my favorite, one of my favorite lines of Arnie, because we've got about three minutes to go. One of my favorite lines of Arnie is from um, Predator. Come on, I'm right here. Do it. Come Do on. It. <laughs> Do I? Because he's taunting the um, the Predator because he needs uh, the Predator to go underneath the, the log so he can stab him. But come on, I'm right here. Do it. Let's go. He- he might do his example of the best uh, Arnie character ever. When, in that line, we go, do it, do it now. <laughs> yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger plays Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Good, I feel the heat flow through you. <sighs> anyway, we're coming into the end. We've got about two minutes to go. So final thoughts. Uh, let's start with Cortec. Uh, nothing going through my mind at all. Yeah, I know, but do you have any final thoughts? <laughs> no. Oh. Raz, anything you'd like to share with the kids? Nothing, nothing. Yeah, this is going well. Uh, Bruce, are you there? <laughs> Two out of three. Uh, Bruce is um, fighting off the cats because they've the learned to tie. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Sorry, apologies about that. No, that's all right. Sorry. Um, well, I would say, Monty, that you just, you know, I don't think anything is safe anymore, and all you can do is live your life and love God. Whatever mm. version of God that wow. is. Yeah, yeah th- thanks for the subtext, Monty. Should we hire a lawyer? <laughs> no, they're godless. My final thought, Monty. <laughs> my final thought. Oh, fine. Mine. 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 Yeah, yeah. Then we, yes, we, we all hail the God, yeah? Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Uh, well, there is only one. You just it comes in many forms. Uh, See what I did there? Yeah. Well, yeah. But well, just look in the mirror. You, you'll see an alien and a god. Mm. Cripes. <laughs> you are all that is, was, and will be, Cortex. Cripes. Like, no, I forgot to mention, uh, for those of you who read, America's greatest living writer, Cormac McCarthy, has a new book out. It's called The Passenger. Oh, you did mention that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, everyone go watch um, Dave Chappelle's uh, opening monologue for Saturday Night Live. Uh, and that's your homework for the week. You have been w- listening to Planet Collingwood here on Studio A Revolution Radio. My name is Monty Ding. Thank you, Cortec, Raz, and Bruce. We shall return in six days and 22 hours. I love you from afar, but let's keep it that way. See you soon.